All right, live on Instagram. Let me shoot you an invite there. Jay, Tony TLR. Didn't send it to a random person this time. <laughs> oh man, I need to turn this down. Oh, uh, yep, same. It's going to be a problem. Welcome, uh, everybody. We are live on YouTube as well. <clears throat> nice. We are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Train Like a Ranger podcast. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Daniel Burnett, and this is James Tony. Uh, bring all your questions, uh, fitness, nutrition, and military prep. We are here for it. So, um, I don't know, James, you got any updates? Um, I got a lot of updates. Just depends on uh, updates about what. Dude, how's life? Uh, you know, it's going. It's been, uh, it was actually 70 degrees here today in Tennessee. Nice. Didn't really know what to do with myself. I can't relate, dude. It's, uh, I'm in the north now. Uh, it's like, it, it's not too bad, but, uh, it's been kind of cold the past couple of days, which I don't mind, but my lips are freaking chapped to hell. Like, dude, it hurts, man. You just got to get some chapstick. I don't, I, I got to get used to using chapstick, dude. I've never had to. Um, well, my issue is like here, it'll be 30 degrees and then it'll be 70 degrees. So I just don't ever know like what to expect or how to plan my day or my life or what I'm going to wear outside. Like I took my dog out. I was just in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and I was going to walk my dog. I walked outside. I was like, mm, can't do that. I had to go like put shorts <laughs> and a t-shirt on. Yeah, I will say I, 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 I like the cold more than I thought I was going to. Not that I've never been cold before, but just like, you know, being up here and it's getting colder like i kind of like it dude like you know i'm from texas i'm used to being like sweating my my balls off and you know it's been okay yeah it's gonna get worse it's gonna get colder the more snow you get is really what's <laughs> what's frustrating that's what everybody says they're like they're like just wait just wait yeah it's rough the <laughs> roads everything is just everything is just more difficult when there's a shit ton of snow everywhere yeah um I've seen what the salt does to those cars. I don't know why they don't go to a different system. Uh, some places use sand. Uh, but, and I mean, if you, if you know of a different element that melts ice, I assume they'd probably love to know if you have a better idea. <laughs> I'll let them handle it. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's like they're using salt for fun. Like it's, It has a purpose. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure cost-wise, uh, I, I assume what salt is probably cheaper i don't know than they, what they have other options students like you said sand but sand I just like, adds traction salt actually melts the ice okay oh. did you not know that i don't understand i don't know dude i don't know <laughs> all i know is uh i don't want my car to look like a fucking rust bucket <clears throat> um all right we got questions rolling in enough about us uh all right uh brett says i'm at cert right now uh any tips for ranger school um yeah so congrats by the way congrats on uh making that happen and um my tips is uh you know i would say go be a team player it's gonna it's gonna be a marathon not a race you know, take it, take it step by step. Um, really sell to your peers that you are there to get them their grade. Um, turn on whenever it's your your time to go. Um, you're going to be hungry. You're going to be tired. 
what I will say on a positive note is I, I personally didn't think the, the first week was that bad. Just make sure you nail the land nav. Um, but once you get into the field problems, it's going to suck a little bit, but you know, just know when to turn it on and, and really sell yourself to your peers. Let's see. Uh, Warriors next adventure is in the chat. Yo. Ian says, uh, did you ever have an oh crap moment whenever you were going through uh, basic training OSET RASP? Oh crap, what have I done? I didn't see that part. Ian's like, did we ever go, oh crap, what did I get myself into when going through our training? Yeah, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> Not so yeah. much in basic, but definitely, uh, definitely in RASP. I mean, um, even in pre-RASP, you show up and it's not, yeah, every day. That's true. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, whenever I got to end processing, I was sitting there and I was like, I got super overwhelmed. I was thinking about the pipeline that I was getting myself into, even though I didn't really understand it. I just, I remember we thought we were going to ranger school and, and right after basic, <laughs> we didn't know anything, but yeah. I, I remember being super overwhelmed and, uh, and then I learned to reel it back in and take it day by day. So what I would say is, you know, whenever you're going for big goals, take it goal by goal, just like anything, small goals manifest into big goals. So don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Yeah. You're going to have those days where you're like, Oh crap. Um, especially when you're on, under the um, jurisdiction of other people, but um, yeah, just keep pushing through it. Got anything for that? No, that's a good point. I mean, keeping it like you're, you got to take it one step at a time. Uh, so you have to put everything that you have into what you're doing right then, because, you know, RASP is way down the road. Like you still got to do basic and AIT and we had to do airborne, you know, so you have a lot of steps to make to get there. So yeah, focusing on where you're at. So you're not thinking about having to be in training for the next nine to 12 months of your life. Yeah. would make it help, help you be a little bit more, uh, dialed in, I think. Yeah. And dial in, especially, uh, you know, you may have some peers that tend to downplay, um, some things, but take everything, take everything seriously. Try to crush everything. Look at everything as a big goal, you know, try to be, try to be the guy who is, um, who is doing more than, you know, the baseline. So, you know, set those small goals, crush those small goals and, and take it in baby steps. You know, that's what I would say. Baby steps until you get to, next thing, you know, you'll be at the, at the, at the end of the road, looking back and going, Holy crap, I've climbed this big mountain, you know, <clears throat> then you turn around and there's still a lot left to climb. <laughs> and you look back up and you're like, Oh, <laughs> it's still really tall. Um, there you go. Um, relentless been waiting for this congrats on becoming a father uh thank you guys yep super pumped super pumped i've actually known for months and months but i i've i've been kind of waiting to uh to say anything so uh really i've been jumping for joy for a little while now so yeah super excited um how's the hazing in the regiment um james you want to take it first <laughs> um i know a thing or two about it. it it depends honestly um it definitely was not as bad so it wasn't as bad i don't think for for the 13 foxes um i definitely felt like across the cough that um 
the infantryman Speaking definitely had yourself. it had it a little bit worse. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's not as bad as it used to be, though. Uh, I mean, I'll say that. I mean, you're gonna get messed with it when you're a private. Like it's gonna happen. Uh, really, you just gotta lean into it most of the time. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I would just say lean into it. Like sometimes it's gonna be stupid and like a, a, a funny thing that they make you do. Like just lean into it. Like accept I, it. Yeah. Yeah. Accept yeah, it. Um. Yeah, don't take don't take anything too heavy. Like, keep trying to grow and improve and learn to learn to laugh. Maybe not directly in that moment, but uh, you know, laugh on the inside. And know that um, know that it's part of the process. So, um, yeah, I've been on both sides of it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's you know, I can definitely say after the fact, like I understood it a lot better whenever I became the guy doing it. Um, it's just it's part of the process. Don't take it so personal. Just know a lot of people go through it. And like, like you said, lean into it. You know, you can definitely make your life easier if you apply yourself, make yourself better. Um, and then, you know, there's some social tricks. Like there's some guys who are, uh, are, who are good at mitigating that kind of thing. Like James over here, he's a, he's like a talker, dude. He's, he <laughs> talks his way out of everything. Uh, yeah, I like to think so. Um, but also there's also a difference between hazing and uh, like getting smoked. Like, um, yeah, so there is a little bit of hazing that goes on where you just get messed with to get messed with, but usually it's cause you did something wrong cause you're a new guy and you're an idiot still. So like, I mean, <laughs> that's going to happen regardless. I mean, you're never going to be perfect. You're just never going to have all the answers at the right time. So that's life. Um, appreciated. Apologies for the foul language. Yeah, I should apologize too, dude. Not, we may get demonetized on this video on YouTube. <laughs> like throwing out some f bombs. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it! I forget I'm not supposed to do that. Hey, tell me, uh, tell me, Fisty Boy things. <laughs> the Rasp Fisty Boy guy. Uh, the Rasp Fisty Boy guy. Peso, what's up, dude? All right. Um, JT keeps telling me that it's not bad. This is relentless. JT keeps telling me that it's not uh, bad to do some time with a big army because it will only make you uh, better. So I would say, I would say if your goal is to make it to a certain thing, like definitely get the, get the contract aim for it. But you know, what I was saying is, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, if they send you other places, you know, it's, it's only going to open up your mind. I would say that there's guys who came as an import. Like we have a lot of imports that worry about, you know, Hey, if I'm coming from somewhere else and I'm transitioning over to special operations, is that something that I should worry about? And it's like, no, because you got a bigger uh, spectrum of the, of the bigger picture. You also will appreciate more things like the equipment you get for one, um, you know, like guys like me and James who grew up and, like Ranger's a weird place because you can get to it as a private, right? And it's like there's guys who've been there forever and it's a high speed. It's super high speed. It's it's you know, it's a heavy hitting place, but you can get there as a private, right? And then you're kind of like thrown into this um uh, this giant spin. So it's like, you know, we got all this super awesome equipment and you know, we did, really didn't appreciate it for what it was. Like we knew it was cool, but you know compared to like, I, I remember going to ranger school and talking to other guys, like I had been in so many helicopters and we got in a helicopter and there was guys like, this is the first time I've ever been in a helicopter. I'm like, dude, we've been in like, like James, how many helicopters have you been in? 
at least three. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but it's a, I said at least at least three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, a I lot. Say. I mean, primary mode of transportation. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. A billion. Yeah. So it it is kind of a trip. Like the the amount of training and exposure you get to things is is way different than most people ever see. So, um, yeah, I, you'll learn to appreciate things like that more too. Okay. But definitely, if your goal is that no go straight for it you know yeah um as someone i'll say because i was in the regular i was in the conventional army uh, afterwards um if you're doing it if you can't get an option 40 contract i know some people are nervous they're like oh well it's not that hard to get at your unit um i have sent guys to rasp for as like in my units before it's really not that difficult but it's a really good way to i think one of the more difficult things when you get to regiment as a private because you're doing all this stuff and you have to learn so many new things and all this new equipment and all this stuff you kind of forget that you also have to learn how to like be in the army like there's like all that paperwork and all yeah, of that stuff cool. that you don't know about and i think that if you're in the regular army or the conventional army before going up to the regiment you will have such a firm grasp on the army that you'll be able to only focus on the things you need to learn for your job in addition to coming in with a little bit more base job knowledge as well so if you do 12 months at a conventional army unit you're going to come in as like a pfc with other PFCs and you're going to know a lot more about what's going on than them. And you're going to be roughly in the same spot as they are when you arrive there, but you'll have a leg up. Yeah. goes back to what we were saying. I, I can't remember if it was the live chat before this or before that, but you know, when I, when I started with my first company that it was, it was all regimental grown up leadership. Like these guys grew up in regiment. There was no paperwork. Like I said, when I transitioned over to your company who is had imports that became, um, NCOs and regiment, um, or transition as NCOs and regiment. I'm not sure which, but, uh, they were a lot more organized. So, uh, it's like, we were scrambling to get paperwork together that I had just never done. So, um, yeah, so I would say, I would say, yeah, things like that, administrative things, it would be good to know. And, um, I still, you know, uh, would say like, there's things about the conventional army, like the way that it's structured and things that, I'll like pick other guys' brains. Like, how does that work? How does that work? You know, I didn't, I didn't get to picture that, you know, cause I was always, I spent my time in, in battalion and that's all I knew, you know, everything else I know is what I, what I've talked to people about. Uh, yeah, I think the, well, it's crazy. When I transitioned over, I was at a artillery battery. Like I didn't, I wasn't with infantrymen anymore. Yeah. It's, it's like when I went to work, it was like, other 13 series that I was at work with. And it was really weird, but it's the same way with 13 foxes were the same way there as they were like, we're like this, like weird, like a redheaded stepchild to them also. So like, we just don't really fit anywhere properly. So we just kind of like <laughs> slid in. It's uh, a great description for the, for the FOs. Dude. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's rough, but then like everyone loves you when they love you, but every other time they kind of just wish you weren't around <laughs> <laughs> or they assume you're not doing anything of value or working ever. So, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, AM over on the, damn work too. in the YouTube says, Hey Dan, you helped me get past Canadian army, army infantry training. Respect brother. Pretty cool. the way. That is pretty sweet. That's great. Appreciate that. I'm proud of you. Um, 
Let's see. Ellie says, what are the best exercises for hip flexors like psoas and glute media, uh, glute medius? I found myself with really tight psoas muscles, even after a lot of stretching and lacrosse, uh, ball rolling. Uh, so I don't know, you- Ellie, I just appreciate you sending such a long thing that he had to read out loud, uh, without reading <laughs> it first. That was, that made me happy. So I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I hate that this is live sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. So like, you know, if you're trying to exercise your hip flexors or, uh, or stretch them out. So, you know, I would say things like you could do things like lunges or, or good to, you can kind of do like a, a lunge where you kind of extend a little bit more um, and stretch out that way. I got videos on, on those type of lunges to stretch out. Um, you know, anything where you are flexing at the hip is good for the hip flexors. So, you know, a lot of, yeah, I mean, (laughs) really there's so many things you can do like, uh, the captain's chair leg raises. That's something, uh, you can do now. There's a lot of core engagement there, but, um, man, anything where you're really driving the knee up. So, uh, yeah, I'll stew on that and get back to you. But, you know, when it comes to this, so as, like I said, uh, I like the lunge and reach stretch. That's a that's a good way to release it. Um, also, I've been working with a leg stretcher a lot where uh, I'll work on, I'm kind of working on doing the splits. And at the same time, I'll try to flatten out my lower back on the ground. So it's this whole rig I got set up, but uh, really just, yeah, stretching out my hip flexors and hips in general. Uh, so yeah, I'll stew on that and uh, send you some stuff. All right, let's see. Uh, were either of y'all interested in going SF after a regiment? Why or why not? Um, no. <laughs> um, when I was, before I got to regiment, my initial plan was to go to regiment and then go to SF. Uh, after I got to regiment, that would, no. Yeah. Like once I knew what the hell I was talking about, no. Uh, and yeah, you I, won't see guys it's because it, it's not even it's a it's a it's like a demotion move unless you're going to like like delta or i don't know what they're called these days um so unless you're going to like ranger reconnaissance or keg slash delta or something else like higher up on the food chain I, I don't see why you would you would dump down uh to sf well, it's a different mission, so it really depends on the person. A lot of people go over to SF and they like the mission and they have uh, more freedoms and things. So as a career move, uh, it's a lot more sustainable for a lot of people. Um, but uh, no, I just, I just uh, at my, at about four years, I decided I was getting out and, uh, and now I'm a strength coach, right? I went to school, got a degree and uh, started a business. So very proud of my service but at at the point where i got out i was ready to get out so yeah i mean it's tough it, it really it's a tough it's not a not an easy life that's for sure <clears throat> no the the ranger life is a uh, pretty pretty uh high impact it's pretty busy you get to experience a lot it's really cool but at the same time like it's it's a lot of work too i've never since like i've worked hard in college and i i, I went to college i worked two jobs right i would still say um, my time in the military, I was, 
I was way more busy than I've ever been since. It was just a busy, you're just so invested in it. You know, like your entire life is. Bad. I mean, MLAT weeks, just those alone are <laughs> just, it's more yeah. work than I should be doing in a whole year in three weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you live to work. <clears throat> right. Um, but man, it's, it is a cool experience and it takes special people to do it, you know? So, uh, for the army, should I focus more on chin-ups or pull-ups or just train? Both? <laughs> I, would say, I would say they call them pull-ups, but it's chin-ups, right? Uh, yeah. I'm laughing because I, I had told him, um, I was like, hey, I know that they call them pull-ups, but you know they're chin-ups. And he said, no, they're pull-ups. I was like, no, we used to do chin-ups. I chin remember them being pull-ups. We for did chin-ups yeah. on the PT test. And he's like, no, yeah. they're pull-ups. He's like, I know 100%. And like, I just go to YouTube and I, I search. You're telling these guys I, I search the video, <laughs> and the first picture that pops up is a dude doing chin-ups. Doing chin-ups, damn chin-ups, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, all that's been integrated in the programs for the chin-ups um, on the PT test, too. Because... Uh, yeah, I recalled them being pull-ups, but yes, chin-ups, but do them both because so pull-ups is more back engagement, chin-ups recruits more of your arms. So just train them both, man. I think pull-ups is more good for actually using your back muscles, pull yourself over the bar, but you know, do chin-ups as your PT test testing. Um, but I would say do both. Yeah, and pull-ups my programs are, integrate both. Yeah, pull-ups are definitely like uh, more like they're apps, harder to do yeah yes. functional like back muscles and things like that like chin-ups are just mostly your biceps which don't help you a lot when you're doing almost anything else realistically uh but yeah i mean they're i don't know if you're like working out into the program like you can do chin-ups and pull-ups without too much of an issue i don't think yep <clears throat> Uh, Connor Boyd says, is it difficult to go to sniper school in regiment? Cause everyone is required to be such a good shooters or do you get the chance if you want to go? What's going on Connor? So it's weird. So people ask us about schools a lot, but like me and Danny have said it a couple of times. You don't get to do anything until you go to ranger school. The only like only other schools you may go to is like strict job related schools. Uh, but for the most part, until you go to ranger school as an infantryman, like you're not doing anything else. Uh, and then if you go to schools can be gotten afterwards, depending on where you guys are, what your, um, actual like tempo is, but you have a better shot to get a sniper school spot. If you actually went over to be a sniper in regiment. Yeah. Um, Ellie's bag says, guess that, uh, strength, the hip flexors would be next step after injury. So he's saying strengthening the hip flexors would be a next step after injury. Well, I would always take all directives from a medical professional when it comes to recovery, but, um, you know, so I, I, I'm careful on weighing in too much on injury as a, as a strength coach. But what I would say is, yeah, you want to be, you want to be next to a fully recovered and start integrating some light activity. Um, and then gradually work your way up. You don't want to go too intensive, especially it depends on your injury, right? That's why I say talk to uh, talk to the people who dealt with your injury or refer to like someone like a physical therapist or um, or a doctor, right? So, um, but yeah, yeah, there's a, ton a physical of therapist, do. not doctors. It, yes, there. Oh, well, okay. Still some. I mean, some are still master's degrees, and but most are transitioning to okay. doctor degrees. Yeah, that's what I thought. That well, I wasn't hating on. I was just I was genuinely curious. I thought they had swapped up, mostly have swapped over. Yeah, they're they're 
pretty much i mean by now they may be all swapped over i thought they got like grandfathered into it but i don't know yeah and also uh i think the 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 uh, capabilities of physical therapists are going up too as far as like being able to they're talking about physical therapists because they're so highly educated like they go to pharmacology and other things too like they're talking about them being able to prescribe certain medications and things like that so that'd be cool to see um Mm, let me read this first. All right, I got one while you uh, read. Uh, AM says our guys and regiments on uh, pets, performance enhancing drugs. Uh, it is against the rules to be on performance enhancing drugs. Is it, what's he saying in regiment? Yeah, yeah, he said our guys on pets. I just said it, it's against oh. the rules. Yeah, it's against the rules. Um, Relentless lost his grandmother over Thanksgiving break. My condolences. Man. Sincerely. Yeah. My condolences. That's, that's tough. Yeah. He's saying he's killing himself to prepare for the military. He's determined to make it through and, uh, follow, follow the Ranger path. Uh, keep it up, man. You're doing great. Really looking forward to that success, uh, message down the road. And, uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that, man. Ellie says, thanks a lot for the help, Rasp, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> People get a kick out of that one. Uh, <clears throat> nice. Just got done with Friday Night Lifting, says Commando Archives. Awesome, dude. Yeah, that pumps me up. Again. Ellie, let's shout out again, dude. You're going to do great. Ellie says, uh, I got to go soon, but I do have an idea I'd like to suggest for the workout plans. All right, we'll see what that is. Um, G says, is, uh, let me read this first. Yeah, so uh, G, I don't even know how to say the name, but we'll call him G. G says, if, if SF is a downgrade, um, I wouldn't say it's a downgrade. I would say it's a different mission. Um, I would say it's a downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> That's shame. Um, he says, it's my perception that SFAS has a lower selection rate than RASP accurate. SFAS is a longer pipeline. Yeah, it's a two-year pipeline. Uh, a lot of schooling and things. I would say... What you gotta what you gotta remember about um, the Ranger Path is it is uh, the selection doesn't stop at the selection. So you know a lot of dudes that we graduate a RASP with, you know, I would say within the first year, probably over half of them ended up getting weeded out. So it's it's a different and strange uh, way to grow up in the army, but. Uh, <laughs> controversial i wouldn't say downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> no i just it's uh it, well one of the reasons like he said it is longer uh they have less people too so like they're not filling like full ranger platoons of people so they have to they have to take less people in um i'm not gonna get into why i said it was a downgrade i, I didn't necessarily mean <laughs> like it's a bad thing to be in sf or it i it, i was i'm not gonna discuss that here just i don't know if i should um and talk about uh, tiers and things like that. So, uh, but they get like different levels of things. So, I for example, yeah. when I was in uh, Fort Bragg, I did a, a shoot with um, 
with some SF guys, one of the the groups that was was in Bragg, they came out to do uh, to one of our training events because uh, they wanted their guys to learn how to call for fire. And I had talked to them before. Uh, I was pretty tied in with the JTEX and the SF dudes over there. And they came out and they wanted me to teach some of their guys, uh, especially their radio guys, call for fire. And like these dudes came out with like uncovered ACH. Like they just, he, he was like new and they like didn't have equipment for him. So like the guy that like he was like an SF dude that came to the range on like worse equipment than we had. It was very weird. Um, <laughs> so like there, I, I, it's not a downgrade in terms of like your career path. I'm just saying it's, it's yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Stirring all the controversy. <clears throat> um, yeah. So Ellie says, would it uh, would be dope to see some content that teaches basics for form, for example. I do an exercise like squats, but I had to squeeze my glutes properly for deadlifts. <laughs> I did them improperly too. Um, yeah, so we have uh, we do have an exercise <clears throat> index. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Uh, be sure to refer to those videos. It's a great suggestion. Always open to those suggestions. So we'll we'll look at ways to uh, add more videos when it comes to form and things. Uh, it's definitely something that I want to expand on. Uh, you know, because I have the the way that I break it down for the programs, but I also want to dive down into little tricks and things like how to simplify those concepts. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So, but be sure to refer to that exercise index. Some of those videos are very detailed. Also there's descriptions in a lot of the videos on the, on the YouTube where it's tied in. Um, be sure to read those too. But like I said, we put a lot of work into those, but yeah, we're definitely, definitely something that I'd, I'd want to expand on, you know, little tricks and, and progressions and alternative uh, exercises and things. That's a big one too, alternative exercises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try to touch on that a little bit with some of the programs, like uh, even some of the, some of the columns will have one exercise and then it'll have, or, and I'll say another exercise. And what that's trying to do is say, Hey, this is a little bit more intensive. So you have this option too. For example, there's like hang cleans or clean pools. Right. And it kind of gives a, yeah, you know, whether you do hand clean pulls or power clean pulls, it's it's kind of on you too. But there's a progression in a lot of those uh, those programs already considered. So, yeah, it's something we definitely want to expand on. And eventually, there's all sorts of ideas I have going forward. But um, yeah, it's all in the scope. But great uh, suggestion, love it. <clears throat> Am says, uh, "What is more difficult, Rasper Ranger School?" I mean, yeah. I mean, Ranger School is longer and, and harder. Uh, but it's easier to... I don't know. I would say... it's it's would, They're both very difficult. Yeah, I would say... In I, different ways. Yeah, I would say RASP is more of a build-up process. And so in that way, the physical challenges are... You know, the physical challenges are there. The selection like it's more it's a selection criteria in a way that you have to really perform when it comes to ranger school and we kind of joked about this uh in our other live where it's just like you're just there to get your ass kicked like you're there to get starved you're there to walk all day long with a heavy ass pack go hit this objective when your dog ass tired and then get no, next to no sleep eat less again and then repeat and repeat and like i said some people if you go straight through uh it's definitely not easy, but if you go straight through, not too, too bad. If you're there for the extended stay, you're in for a ride. Uh, 
and that's why I say it's a marathon, not a race. I mean, what I will say is when you get a chance, like if you do recycle, uh, like I, said, I did Florida three times, so you you eat and then you reset and go back in and it's a little less bad. Um, but uh, yeah, well, the, the one, the only reason I would even, even like say rasp is harder. I wouldn't mean physically or, or even really mentally, but like if you you can if you get if you fail rasp like you fail rasp and you go away yeah there's no recycling i recycled but i got medically dropped from my class so i didn't fail the class i was medically incapable of continuing because i had pneumonia so i was pretty much the only way you recycle is if it's a medical recycle no one really fails and then gets to try again yeah and, and you know i would say uh yeah it's kind of hard it's hard when i get that question is uh i would say uh in a lot of ways like they each have their own things like again i would say rasp overall build up process selection process ranger school in a way is a selection process but it's just a it's just an ass ass whooping so uh just totally yeah it's different feels um Oh, G's back. He says, dude, definitely want to go deeper down the SF convo. Trying to get the full picture here. Obviously, uh, if we get the time, not trying to hijack this stream. Uh, send it, dude. Uh, if you have, if uh, are we familiar with uh, Bronze Star recipient? I don't know if I want to say his name out loud on the podcast, but um, I, I will just say no. I'm not familiar. Um, actually, Actually, I might be. That actually does sound familiar. I don't know if you can see this, Tony. I don't want to out his name here. Um, that actually sounds. Is that? I'd have to see a picture. I've. Yeah, I and <clears throat> I'm careful about saying who I know and who I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, I do know who that is. Actually. Yeah. That. That's. Yeah. I know exactly who that is. Um, but I won't get too far down that. Now on YouTube, uh, do you got anybody? Uh, uh, yes. EM says uh, best tips to get a Ranger School slot in the regular army. Um, I'll take this one obviously. Um, okay. You didn't. <laughs> so it really depends. Um, usually it's pretty easy because honestly, in the regular army units, like not that many people want to go to Ranger School, but it's sometimes it's tough to get the slot from Ranger School. Like Range Regiment gets like. 100 like they get all the slots allocated so it's it's a little bit tougher to get um a slot into the school but if your unit is willing to let you go that you can just keep you know dropping and packing to to get a date pretty easily um most units have especially airborne units have uh pre-ranger school stuff like it's pretty easy to go now if you're just in like a, a real conventional like armor unit or like third idea or something like that i'm not sure um how often they're going to send people. But if you are really good at PT and really good at your job and you really push to go to Ranger school, I, you would be, be hard pressed to find a leader that's not willing to send you. Uh, any chain of command is going to want their guys to have Ranger tabs if they can, they can uh, fit it in. Yeah. Um, Connor Boyd says, if you get your degree and join the army as an E4, do you get treated differently than the younger guys? Or is everyone treated the same in boot camp and RASP? Uh, Connor, so uh, everyone is treated the same in basic yeah. uh, AIT yeah, uh, pretty much all the way through. Um, 
And then if you go to regiment, then yeah, you're just a private. Yeah. If you go to the regular army, uh, yeah, you're pretty much just a private. You just like, yeah, you're getting paid more money and you have E4. Um, and you will, after you learn your job, people will treat you obviously better than ever. like, even if someone's a PFC and you guys have been there the same amount of time. But like when you first show up, you don't have any idea what you're doing. You don't know how to be in the army. So if they didn't treat you like a private, you'd actually probably be worse for it because you would have no idea what you're doing. And if people expected you to know what was going on, you just like college doesn't teach you how to read your LES or call for fire or do battle drills. So for the most part, initially when you get there, you're going to be treated uh, essentially like a, like a private, oh, especially in regiment. <laughs> yeah. That's no, not going to matter. Um, uh, Relentless asked about college in a place like Special Operations and it's specifically Range Regiment. Um, it, I kind of applied to other places too because it seems like in other uh, Special Operations, yes, those guys can take college classes. Uh, I would say and Regiment, good luck. You're going to be busy, busy. And I think this goes back to James' point earlier where it comes the difference between Regiment and other Special Operations. Like Regiment is busy, busy, busy. Whereas other places, there's a little bit more of a, uh, a little bit more downtime in there. Like that's why I say it's it's a place you go to and achieve a lot in a short amount of time. Ooh, it's a tough twenty. Like you know, uh, it's a tough twenty. Um, like I said, uh, guys do it though. Guys do it, and it takes a special person to do it. And uh, yep. So I would say it's it's tough. Like you may be able to squeeze a class out, maybe one or if you're real, if you're real uh, good at multitasking, two classes. But I don't know. It's just tough because your schedule is so sporadic. <clears throat> the mission set is so sporadic. Nothing's guaranteed. Your timeline's not guaranteed. Yeah, I, I didn't take any classes. Uh, I didn't take any classes while I was in. And when I actually got to the 173rd, I was going to try to take some classes because I knew it was probably going to be my last uh, last unit. But in the 173rd, we did all our training like all over Europe and stuff. So they they essentially told me, like, you'll fail your class. Like, you won't have time. You're not going to have guaranteed, like, internet at some of these places and stuff like that. So I didn't take any classes when I was in the Army at all, regular or in regiment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude. Yeah, going back to uh, G's question though, I hate that I like I've been thinking about it a little bit more. Like, uh, I don't, I really don't know exactly what he's looking for as far as like hip strengthening and exercises. But there's all sorts of things you can do. Like, like I said, anything that drives the knee up, like oh, mountain climbers. I have no idea I, what you're talking about. Have <clears throat> exercises. I'm like going back, dude. You know how my brain works. But yeah, not um, well. He says he was coming out of an injury, so I was like, that was that was rude, dude. <laughs> he's coming out of an injury so like, i don't know but uh uh relentless says uh all right that was a add moment relentless says were you burnt out after uh four years in the battalion i wouldn't say i would say i was ready for other things at the time so i joined at 18 when i hit 22 uh, i was just ready to see what else was out there so yeah it's a it's a busy time i would say the idea of you know re-upping for another four years was a tough idea at the time. I was like, let me go try out school. So, you know, I am happy to help you guys out in your ventures and things like that. But uh, re-upping for another four years was not in the scope at the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did seven. Um, but I don't think I could have made it much more, much longer than that. And I was like, it was, it's a, it's just tough. Yeah. Even just airborne, like jumping out of airplanes like that is just so like hard on your body. Yeah, it can be. So like maybe if I had gone where a place where I wasn't jumping anymore, I'd be, I'd have been all right. But man, I just like hit my head and my knees and my back a lot for seven <laughs> straight years. Like, yeah. yeah, it's fine as a younger guy, you know, especially like. Like it, it, like you're okay, but it it will catch up to you. Yeah, and I would say if I did another four years, it definitely would have. Because uh, man, like I still felt that after that four years, like there's still things that kind of linger now. Oh yeah, there's certain limitations in my movement and things, even though I'm super active and focused on my range of motion and things. But yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great experience. Like I said, career wise, set up forever after those four years. If I wanted to stay in the military, I would have been set up forever in the and especially in the army like set up but um yeah i mean it's it's definitely something you want to go into realizing that it is going to take a lot of work it is going to be taxing and you just gotta have the right attitude and things this is why i talk about you know mindset and things like that to you guys like keeping a positive mind learning how to uh stay positive uh throughout the chaos throughout the training you know it's it's going to be tough yeah, I won't lie to you. It's going to be a tough job. It's going to be a lot of work. Um, so you guys looking to do it, know that there's good times too, but no, it's going to be a lot of work. Well, yeah, I was actually just talking to you yesterday about how um, I remember when we were, you know, 21 and we got off of work and it was like a lot of work we were doing. We would get off of work. You go out, have a good time, go to the beach. Like you, you got to relax in your off time. Yeah. Like there was definitely good times. <clears throat> Yeah, no, there was, and we had a blast too in a lot of ways. And training um, is some of the training is super fun. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, some of the real world, I mean, especially the real world stuff, like super fun, you know, like the real world stuff is fun. It's exciting. Um, training, training's exciting. It's fun. Um, there's also stuff that really sucks, but it doesn't all. I was going to say, know. some of it's not as fun. <laughs> yeah. Some of it yeah. is uh, less fun. Yeah, like a 30 plus kilometer movement, breaking brush through the woods and uh, patrol basing and things like that. Like, uh, you know, I hear they used to do that all the time back in the day. I can imagine that. But out in the swamps, uh, swamps of Georgia. Yeah. Got guys up front cutting through machetes. It's 105 degrees, 100% humidity. Yep. Yep. You'll never forget that. Uh, Hitman Grace of God says, "Oldest person you guys have seen make it through RASP." Hmm. I'm trying to remember. Uh, dude, I mean, there was some old people. I just can't remember their age. Yeah. So there was that. There was that guy. Um. Really, I'm careful about throwing out names, but uh, there was a guy that we went through with in RASP where he was like, I swear that guy was like 45. Like he, I think he was even older than what uh, you know, Marks was older. But this guy, what was the first letter of his first name? C. Okay. Forty-five. I think so, man. I think he was up there. I want to say he was even older, but I don't want to shoot too high. Um, Sixty-eight. Older guy. Uh, yeah, we there was definitely some guys that we were in and around, and guys showed oh, yeah. up to the unit that were like thirty-five plus for sure, like 35, 40 ish. Uh, it wasn't wasn't so crazy. 
Well, um, Marx has been the poster boy. You know, they said, uh, you know, Reg- Regiment did the recruiting video. We we knew that we knew him. Uh, like uh, we know him. So uh, yeah, he, I mean, he was a beast. He hung at, hung with the young guys. I don't know how he did it. You know, because uh, we were a handful. You know, just a bunch of idiots. I felt like felt like he was our dad. Like even though he had less, I remember he had less rank than me at one point. But I was like, I did not would never do first of all that dude would pump me across the room <laughs> he's massive but also he just had that dad presence dude like he's just older <clears throat> and more mature and had been through a lot of things and just was massive dude so i mean yeah we've seen some older guys go through and they do well you know depending on their mentality so um god he was what what was his age like 41 going through rasp or so yeah yeah i mean he's he was older it's always so weird too when like you're in charge of someone like I remember when I was in the 173rd I actually I had a, a private he was a like a E4 he was like 45 I was 25 <laughs> I was like what what am I supposed to yeah. like oh come here let me check your LES make sure you're getting laid <laughs> yeah yeah and uh <clears throat> like I was young and I knew I was young you know what I mean like my my life experience is that point in time, like when I was a sergeant, when I became a sergeant, I was 20. I think I was 20. Mm, I hadn't even turned 21. No. no, you had. I don't think so, dude. Had, had I not? Well, I had, okay. No, I was. I was 21. I was 21, but barely. And I was thinking, man, I'm young, you know? And uh, it was weird to be given that much responsibility. And at least I had the... <laughs> I had the acknowledgement of it. I feel like the other guys get it and they just run wild. Yeah, that's um, probably fair. Like, yeah, I got power. Um, but uh, yeah, it was weird. Like when I saw an older guy, I always gave him. Um, that was something that I took into consideration, especially guys who are thirty plus. I wasn't going to talk to those guys like they were didn't know anything. Like, I yeah, do stuff. yeah, it's like, tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you, you, you can do it with job skill and stuff like that, obviously. But like when it comes to sometimes like the army is a weird place where you're sort of like kind of on the hook for people's like lives and like things outside of work. Sometimes like, it's hard to do that when the dude is, you know, 20 years old, 15, 20 years older than you. Yeah. yeah. Um, EM says, uh, how to increase mental strength, uh, which we actually, there's a fitness or not a fitness, a trainer talk on that, um, on the YouTubes. So you can check that out. But Danny, if you want us to hit some points, here rapid yeah, what fire was the question again i'm sorry how do you increase your mental strength oh uh, yeah so i did a video on uh on we'll talk uh, about listening skills after just for day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good uh, on ideal on ideal uh warrior mindset or performance psychology so that video is really good because uh that's real that's real psychology concepts and you know it was it was both from my experiences and also uh, that's, that's again, real psychology. So there's five major points that I hit. And really what it, what it talks about is tools to mitigate anxiety and then just becoming more proficient through training and building competence and the skill that you want to be better at. So um, I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, go, go check out that video because it's really comprehensive and, you know, there's all sorts of tricks that really work. And there's, there's little things you can tell yourself little cues. I mean, it absolutely works. And there's things that I used, um, again, positive self-talk, mitigating anxiety, 
and just building confidence and and what you want to be good at. <clears throat> What's next, Tony? I don't know. What's next? You said you said positive self talk. It's funny. I'm like the opposite, where I like a negative talk the inanimate objects that I'm dealing with around me when like I'm sucking <laughs> like on a ruck or a run or like we're going we're doing a movement through the dark forest and like I just I everything it just angers me like I just yell at my nods and the sticks in the branches yeah. <laughs> like, so here's a good example of what not to do I'm not letting uh, them I'm not letting those sticks in those things beat me that's it that's <laughs> what I do they don't get to beat me yeah uh so you're challenging inanimate yeah. objects absolutely like that um, land nav point is not going to elude me. I know it's hiding. It's not going to elude me. It's not going to beat yeah. me. Yeah. Well, in some ways, I mean, I say positive stuff talk, but in some ways, negative stuff talk works too. <laughs> like, don't be a bi. You know, I can't even say it on this stream. But don't, don't be a b, dude. Don't be a wuss. Uh, <laughs> suck it up. Stuff like that. I mean, it works. You know, you definitely don't want to beat the hell out of yourself all the time. Like, think of more positive things. Like, I can do this all day. Things like that is good. But I mean, that other stuff works too. I will say the times that people were like, when I'm challenged or people, I feel like people are challenging me or people are being negative towards me. Like it makes me want to be way better. I will oh, say yeah. like all motivations, motivation. So especially like, uh, like I said, I talk about positivity a lot and positivity is definitely the best policy, but uh, definitely, definitely you can use that negative energy too and turn that into success. So uh motivation is motivation wherever you can you can get it uh em follows up with did you guys deal with self-doubt yeah a lot well a lot i mean even just like not even as simple as like there were some days where we're getting up at four in the morning to go do something that's not gonna be very fun and i'm like oh yeah. my god i don't know if i can do this right now like i know i can do it i know i was gonna get out of bed i was just feeling sorry for myself because it's four in the morning it's dark it's cold and <laughs> i have to get out of bed after sleeping for two hours and go do whatever is in store for me that day yeah um but yeah i mean even as simple as like bigger than that too you're always it's it's tough to be positive about what's going on all the time i mean i remember standing outside the door waiting to go to the board for my e5 like that is so scary and you're like going over you're like i don't know if i can do this like i don't know if i have all these answers done right like i'm i don't even know you're like oh my god i forgot the nco creed oh my god what am i doing i forgot the answer like you just like it's that absolutely happens i mean there is going to be times where it where it's going to be rough but as long as you can push yourself through that and and remind yourself rapidly that you know you are prepared or you are ready or you can do this um and just kind of let it wash away yeah it's absolutely uh they they give you a lot at the at the boards um and uh they they like mine so much they asked me to come back twice they, they said encore <laughs> Is it encore? Uh, we got it. Get out, try again. <laughs> yeah, I've seen guys. I, I've seen guys walk in for weeks, dude. Dude, two two steps in the door. They said, "Get out, do it again." Like he just walked in weird, or something. they just didn't like the way he was walking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My out. first one, I did the monster mash. Like I, I was like, "Don't do that, right? Don't do the monster mash." Because I was like, like we were laughing about somebody else did it, doing it, and sure enough, I did the monster mash, dude. <laughs> used to do the stupidest stuff you always think you're gonna be cool right uh maybe it's just me but like i've done some i never think you're stuff. gonna be cool 
<laughs> I don't know, man. You'd be surprised. Under pressure, some of you guys are going to be surprised. You're like, man, I'm an idiot. Dude, uh, yeah, that happens. That happens. I mean, I remember a buddy of mine one time. It was, we were in like a, we were in all together. All of the, the FOs were together. We were doing this training event all together. And we were doing fire missions or whatever. And they, they said, Hey, all right, we'll just give us a time. Just make up a time. And this, he was one of our friends and he did like, he froze. They were like, just, just give us any time. It doesn't matter. Just, it, the time needs to go on that slot. So just do it. So we know you know how to say it. And he just like stare. He's like, uh, and then they were like, just give us a time. And he was like, uh, 99. <laughs> <laughs> like he just it was just so much pressure you just kind of you, you space like you just kind of shut down yeah i mean and, yeah it, it's it is funny because you're constantly putting that pressure on people to think on the fly and it's absolutely a necessary skill oh 100 um, yeah it's just it is funny what people will pull the first thing they pull out of their heads yeah like, i've just, said some it's just like nothing's stuff. going on like the eyes yeah. are there but nothing's happening behind it Oh man, no, L- no lights doubt. are on, but nobody's home. Yep, yep, no <clears throat> doubt. Uh, I've, I've seen this a couple of times. So Connor asks um, about how easy is it to switch to another MOS uh, if you go in as like an infantryman or a mortarman uh, to something like uh, for an option forty for something like combat engineer later on. Uh, very hard. <clears throat> Uh, it's not easy to switch MOSs, and you literally have to like go back to AIT. Um, yeah. We had we had three of them in our AIT. Had, there was two yep. E5s and a, a specialist um, that were reclassing over to thirteen Fox. Uh, and yeah, it it's not impossible, but if the MOS you want to move to is uh, not under strength, it's very 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 difficult. Yeah. Um. So 13 Fox was pretty under strength when we were in. So it would would have been easy for people to switch over then. Um, but like some of the MOSs are over strength or at strength. So you can't switch. They're not just going to let new people do the job, uh, which is why some of you guys have trouble getting 11 serious contracts from recruiters. They don't need any more. So if they don't need any more, you're not going to be able to switch to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, by the way, we we got seven minutes on the time window that we can go because uh if you guys don't know we cut it off at an hour because instagram will literally shut this stream off and be like sinori we like to post these afterwards so um so you got any got anything else any questions you want to hit let's hit uh one more on your end if you got it and then, right. uh get some final thoughts all right charles edward says do you have any advice for a high schooler dreaming of being in the 75th range regiment uh thanks for the contact content it helps a lot i appreciate that charles um yeah like i mean probably a lot of people that are younger in here and um you know watch our content and stuff like that honestly you're already way ahead of the curve like i said i i was not as prepared as i should have been like you guys are ahead of the curve i mean you're just watching these videos alone is putting you ahead of the curve uh but one thing i was thinking about today i was walking my dog i don't know why it's popped in my head um this is already a, a huge step up than like what I did, but it's also, this is the easiest part. So, you know, watching the videos, asking these questions is the easy part of getting prepared. Um, so any of you guys that are getting ready, like you got to do the hard stuff. You got to do the hard part. You got to get to the gym. You got to eat, right? Um, the, the easy part is easy for a reason. And the hard part is going to be what is going to, you're going to feel later on when you're sucking, you're going to appreciate, you know, doing 10 by 10 squats that one day 
<clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's like it's like with fighting, right? The fight is one in preparation, and and what you're getting into, it's a fight. It's a fight with yourself. It's a fight with the environment. It's a fight with, uh, of course, it's a team sport too. So it's just like it's a. There's so many things that go into it, but the fight is one in preparation. So you know, I know there's guys out there that says say things, and I get what they're saying. They're saying, um. You know, I, I love this. I love just don't quit, right? I love that. Let me clarify. I love that. But there's also guys, whenever they think about guys getting on a program, they'll kind of laugh it off or something and be like, oh, just show up, dude. Just show up and just don't quit. Well, I don't like that. I don't like recommending that to you guys. Um, I would say the fight is one in preparation. If you guys are absolutely crushing it before you go, you know, enjoy the time with your family, of course, but go to the gym. Right? Set some time at the gym to really go feel that sweat. And really just work yourself to that point of discomfort, make yourself better, make your bodies adapt so that whenever you get in that uncomfortable situation, your body's ready for it. Like you're, there's going to be guys, a lot of the mental game is being physically prepared. So if you're physically prepared, the mental is going to seem a lot less because I'm telling you some of those guys who aren't prepared, they're going to be carrying those logs. There's going to be buddy carrying people. They're going to be, you know, so that physical pressure is going to add a whole lot to the mental strain. So make sure you are going there physically prepared. Have some mental tricks too. Like I said, we offer that as well. So the fight is one in preparation. Yeah, it's easier because you're going to get told you got to push through pain, which is true. <laughs> but if you're more prepared, you're going to have to push through a lot less pain <laughs> than yeah, the, the guys 100%. that are, are not prepared. So Yeah, your <clears throat> threshold changes. So you'll be looking at other guys who are sucking doing a lot less and you'll be like, ha you know. Don't yeah. laugh at your teammates. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you'll be, you'll be at a different And that level. is uh, Danny's way of telling you how to get peered out of Ranger school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go, guys. Uh, yeah. Don't laugh at your peers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you got any final thoughts for these guys? Like uh, as we end here? Uh, I mean, no, that's, that's uh, honestly my best thought of the night. I think was that one. Um, Showing up is easy. Uh, putting in the work is hard, and you're going to get a lot more out of, of putting in the work than showing up. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and we do appreciate you guys coming in and listening. We appreciate <clears throat> the support. Um, you know, like I said, me, me and James are uh, really behind the scenes. We're busting it. We got a whole bunch of opportunities, networking, and things that we're creating, things that uh, James is really – uh, attacking on the on the website we're looking to create more merch james got some funny stuff he's got some motivational stuff that he's drawn up um unless you don't like him then he made him <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so yeah we got a lot going on guys and, and really we really do appreciate uh where we're at right now we appreciate you guys and and we sincerely hope you guys are out there crushing it being successful and uh and we have a lot more for you guys like i said uh, we have big goals. We really have a lot to show you guys about what it means to train like a ranger. So thanks for tuning in. Remember to chain, uh, check out trainlikearanger.com. We have workout programs, nutrition programs, uh, merchant apparel, and much more on the agenda. Have a good weekend, guys. 